What's up, everybody? Can I tell you guys something? I don't understand why they announced festival lineups like for concerts nearly almost a year before they happen just to have artists start dropping off. I understand things happen, but why announce it so far in advance? Get people hyped for the event just for some of their favorite bands to not be on the bill, you know? That upsets me. But that's all I got for you guys. Follow me on Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. And enjoy the fights this weekend. International Fight Week, UFC 276, Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. Let's go. Deuces, guys. everybody so this is episode 58 of the punch in the mouth podcast i still can't believe i've made it this far i thought i would have gave up a long time ago you know but i haven't so here we go this weekend is ufc 276 is it 76 i can never remember the numbers off these names it is i am the man i am the man i am the man okay giga chikadze talia santos no, not Tyler. It's Tyler. See, I'm the man <laughs> to that guy. You know, he did tell me that he did hear it and that he knows I was talking about him. I denied it. And I'm still going to deny it because he has no proof. He has no proof. What proof does that guy have? He always thinks shit revolves around him. It doesn't, okay? This is my show. It revolves around things I wanted to revolve around, not him, okay? All right, dude. I'm not even going to say his name because then he will have proof. As long as I don't say his name, he can't say I'm talking about him. He can't say it. Yeah, he'll have no proof. Alright? Okay, I went on a tangent there. I'm sorry. We're going to get into it. We're going to look at the, the results for the past PFL fight. You know what I realized? I did give PFL some love, but I gave Bellator no love. And they had a really good card this past Friday. So we're going to look at that. We're going to look at the future of that. And then we're going to talk about UFC 276. I don't think it's going to be a very long one because, like, event-wise, there's nothing really going on that hasn't been announced. Like, I haven't heard of any big rumored fights or anything like that. So, we're going to look, like, into a deep dive of this weekend's card. So, let's go. And if I have time, I'll give you, I'll give you a what-if situation. Okay, here we go. EFL 5. Mateo Sheffield beats Bruno Capiloza. Unanimous decision. Stevie Ray defeats Anthony Perez with a body triangle. Clinton Abreu beats Renan Fiera. Unanimous decision. Chris Wade wins. Bubba Jenkins qualifies for the playoff. Chris Wade's knockout was crazy. It was a head kick. But anyway, I want to look at Bruno Capiloza's fight. He got hurt early, 
He's still qualified for playoffs, but instead of being the number one seed, he is now the number four seed. He's going to end up fighting Hennen for Fiera because Hennen Fiera, I believe, is the number one seed. No, he's not. He's going to fight. I think he's fighting this guy. The guy that beat Fiera. All I know is Bruno Capiloso will now be the number four seed. He's still in the playoffs. And then Stevie Ray beats Anthony Perez. People say Anthony Pettis should retire, but I wonder if it's a thing of preserving his strength. Like, because he looked like he was kind of off, like he didn't want to commit to anything. Maybe because he had already qualified for the playoffs. I don't know. But even with the loss, Anthony Pettis kept his number one seed. He's actually going to end up rematching Stevie Ray in the first round of the playoffs. But the question becomes because Monafio is out. Or Monfio. He's out, the defending champion. But the question becomes. If Anthony's rib broke, can he fight come August? Like, that's the question, right? Because I imagine if he can't, Manfield comes back. Because if Anthony would have won, Manfield's in the tournament. But since Stevie Ray beat him, you know, <laughs> like, it's crazy that they're going to rematch. But that's my only question. Like, will Anthony be able to come back in time to rematch this guy? Or will he be out of the playoffs altogether? And then Bubba Jenkins qualifies. I believe the featherweight bracket is set. Let me see if I can find it. I didn't bother to look it up. I did not type NFL. I put PFL. Come on, computer. So I guess the playoffs start August 5th. Look, Cara de Zapato is fighting Akhimerov. I think I said that right. Anthony Perez will fight Stevie Ray again on August 5th. Aubert Mercier will fight Martinez. So let's see. I wonder if Anthony will be ready August 5th. They don't have the... Let me see. It might be in schedule. I wanted to see the standings, but they don't have them. So right now, what they do have is that the playoffs will start on August 5th. So is it the first playoff. So the last two playoffs are going to be in Europe. The first playoff day will be in New York at the Hulu Theater on August 5th. Saturday, August 13th, they will be at Mobile. Motor Point Arena in Cardiff, Wales. Cardiff, Hard if Cardiff, Wales, Cardiff. And then on August 20th, they're going to be in Copper Box Arena in London, England. I wonder if Kayla makes it. That's the one she's going to be at. Because Kayla's not guaranteed to be in the playoffs because she only has three points. She has to win this next fight, which is on Friday. Today's Tuesday. Mm, let me see here. I'm trying to see if I can find the standings. For the playoffs but i can't anyway let's go back to what i was looking at so stevie ray will fight anthony Perez on august 5th it's remained to be seen if he can make it to that day i will be amazed if he makes it to that day oh but they have it right here so dennis goldstolf will will fight anti digilia because he's the number one seed this dennis guy and anti is number two henan ferrero will fight bruno capilosa because they're the number three and four. By the way, Anthony Perez will fight Stevie Ray. Oh, no, 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 no. Then Dennis Gostoff will fight Bruno Capiloso because he's number one and Bruno's number four. And then Anti Delija and Henan Ferrero will fight because they're three and two. Anthony Perez fighting Stevie Ray. Over Mercier will fight Alex Martinez. That's remained to be seen because. Chris Wade will fight Brandon Long. Name. Roji Kudo will fight Bubba Jenkins. 
And then that's how that's how the playoffs are set so far. I th- we still need the women the because they, we have heavyweight confirmed, lightweight confirmed, and featherweight confirmed. There has to be more confirmed. Light heavyweight is also confirmed. Rob Wilkins will fight Dylan Monte and Omari Akimedov will fight Antonio Carlos Zapato. I already talked about lightweight. Let me see who else. So now the ones we're waiting for will be this Friday. And at this point, it's only the welterweight and the women's lightweight. But at this point, yeah, because Rory McDonald's fighting this weekend. The Julia Budd, she's not fighting, so she, there's no way she can qualify. Larissa Pacheco, Kayla Harrison, they're probably the two favorites. So we'll see, man. We'll see. But yeah, Julia Budd, she has three points. But for whatever reason, she pulled out of her fight with Kayla Harrison. So we'll see what happens. We're going to get into that later. But for me, the big question going into August 5th is, will Anthony Pettis be able to fight? I'll try to reach out to his management. They usually don't really get back to me, but I'll try. Let's move on. So Kayla Harrison will fight Caitlin Young. As I said right now, she was supposed to fight Julia Budd, but for whatever reason, Julia pulled out. Rory McDonald is going to fight Sai. Ray Cooper III is going to fight Brett Cooper. Magomed, Magomed Kirmanov will fight Jau Zenfio. Granada Fabian will fight Larissa Pacheco. Y this Larissa, Larissa, her name's Larissa Pacheco. She's scary, man. People are saying they want to see Kayla Harrison fight Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes. This Larissa girl is a problem, but a next level problem. We'll see what happens. They were supposed to fight in the finals of last season, but Larissa did not make weight. Let's see if this time's a charm. She looks to be better shape, so we'll see what happens. Kayla Harrison will fight Caitlin Young. I'm telling you, all they, all these two girls need to do is win and just make sure they're high in their Tying up seeds that they don't fight in the first round of the playoffs. Because that's what, if you want people to buy this Night of Champions PFL pay-per-view, that's the match you're banking on will happen because I guarantee you people will be invested to watch it. I guarantee you people will be invested to watch that fight. Because if Kayla beats her again, like people will start saying, okay, well now she's just in PFL for the money, which is okay, that's fine. Who are we to, I mean, people... Just because they can, they will judge, but who cares? But that's what's on going on for Friday. Now let's move on to Bellator. Johnny Eblen defeats Gegard Mousasi 50-45 on all three cards. Danny Sabatello beats Rondo Higo 49-46 on all three cards. Magomed Magomeda beats Enrique Barzula by guillotine choke. Brendan Ward beats Cassius Kane, Kanye. But I think it's Kane by TKO punches. Kazingano beats Pram Sorensen by unanimous decision. Yup. So, okay, I want to get into this Johnny Eblen guy. I talked to him one time and I asked him, like, because it was, he had a fight before Austin Vanderford fought Gegard. I'm like, yo, if Austin wins, would you fight him? He goes, yeah. I'm like, it wouldn't be like a Colby Masvidal situation because they all train at ATT. Oh, no. Well, Eblen and. Vanderford do at this point he goes no well you know Masvidal and Kobe they were boys I just know Austin like 
I don't consider him a friend. I, like, I consider him a colleague, not a friend outside of the gym. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, man. But yeah, Johnny Evelyn, the human cheat code. Can I tell you guys something? Like, the Bellator commentators, and they were right to say that Gegard barely gets hit. And, like, Johnny took it to him. Like, he, 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 had, he had his moments on the feet. He used his wrestling. Johnny Eblen would be a problem for Israel Adesanya. He has good wrestling. We've seen Israel struggle with the takedown before. Like, that's a good fight right there. People say Gegard has good defense. Israel has better defense. Israel is the best 185-er on the planet. Him and Johnny are number one and number two because they have belts. Like, everybody else would be like, oh, well, Bellator's beating. I don't care. They are number one and number two in the world because they have belts. Now, people say Robert Whitaker would be Johnny Evelyn. Okay, let me see it. Until then, they are number one and number two because they have belts. Do we have to give Israel the credit? Yes, because he's in the predominant promotion. Can Johnny Evelyn probably give him a run for his money? Absolutely. Absolutely. Will people tell me I'm crazy? Absolutely. Do I care? Not really. Johnny Evelyn. So he takes out Gay Garden and he made it look, be honest, he made it look easy. Like, Gay Garden looked lost. I know Gay Garden's getting up there in age, but. We'll see what, what's next. Danny Sabatella beat Lirando Higo. Liran, Lirandro, sorry, Lira, Lirandro Higo. Bro, the door to the multiverse that I wanted is open and it's happening. I wanted Danny Sabatella to win this fight just to see the buildup between him and Rafi Anstant. And they already started. Rafi Anstant telling him he was garbage. That was hilarious to me. Um, and then Danny Sabatella already got fined by the Mohegan Sun Athletic Commission because I didn't really hear what they said, but supposedly he used like, let me see, Danny Sabatella fined $5,000 for abusive language following Bellator 282, vows to do it again. Yeah, like he doesn't care, like Colby's is a gimmick, but this guy's for real. Let's see what it says. The Mohegan Tribe Department of Athletic Regulations has fined Danny Sabatella a sum of 5000 for abusive language following the Italian gangster's big win over Leandro Higo last Friday at Bellator's 282 event in Uncastville, Connecticut. And then it goes, after Sabatella defeated Higo via unanimous decision following five rounds of action, the outspoken Bantamweight started his post-fight speech victory by saying, he was warned of cursing on the broadcast and said he, it didn't stop him from, that said, it didn't stop him from hurling an F-bomb after another. I was told if I swore in my post-fight interview, I might get fined, Sabatello said. So, it's a good thing I don't give a F. I just beat an absolute animal and not one of you is going to do shit. You want to do something? Come in here right now and do something. And then the Mohegan... Sun Tribe President Mike Mazzulli did something, all right, docking the sum of the fine from Sabatello's purse. I said, just be respectful of the sport. That's all I asked. Don't push, Mazzulli said. You heard him standing there saying, I'm going to get fined, but I don't care. So he got fined. During a recent appearance of the MMA hour, Sabatello fired back after catching wind of the fine and said, he should fight again. I said, oh, he should fight against the... Ewing Castleville, the fear of losing money. Wait, what? During a recent appearance on the MMA Hour, Sabatello 
fired back after catching wind of the fine and said, should he fight against? I think he meant to say, should he find again? Because it says, should he fight against in Uncasville? The fear of losing money won't stop him from being who he is. Yeah, that's effing bullshit, he said. That's such effing bullshit, but you know what? I don't care. If I fight there again, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to do the, the same shit. You can keep effing finding me. Nothing is going to deter me from being myself. And also, it wouldn't do justice to the fans. I want the fans to understand who exactly they're dealing with and who I am. That's my personality. Find me. I don't give a F. It's just money. I think it means to say who should he fight again, not against. I think. Because that, that sentence, it says, During an appearance on the MMA Hour, Sabatello fired back after catching wind of the fight and said, should he fight against in Uwe Castle? The fear, I think it means to say, Uncasville. I think it means to say, should he fight again? I think, I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to move on. Yes, the door to the multiverse I wanted is open. Rafian Stan, Danny Sabatello will talk next level garbage. Can't wait. I can't wait. Cannot wait. As soon as that fight's announced, you know I'm going to be excited. Magomedov will fight Patchy Minks. And dude, Brennan Ward, keep an eye out on this guy. I don't know how far he's going to go, but I'm a fan of this guy. The ups and downs he's had, he's able to pick his life back up. I'm a fan of the dude. So the next time we'll see Bellator will be on July 22nd, where Patricky Pitbull will fight Sidney Outlaw. Douglas Lima returns to fight Jason Jackson. Usman Nurmagomedov will fight Chris Gonzalez. Lorenz Larkin will fight Mohamed Berkhamanov. That's a crazy fight. I want to see this card because my boy Usman's fighting. I want to know when people are going to start realizing that Usman is probably the best lightweight in the world. I would want to see him fight Charles. The only reason he went to Bellator is because he also fights lightweight and, you know, they have Islam. So there's that. So that's the next time we will see um, Bellator in action on July 22nd. Let's move on to UFC Fight Night. Sarukian versus Gamrod. In the main event, Mateusz Gamrod defeats Armin Sarukian. Unanimous decision 48-47. Shaka Ragmatov defeats Neil Magny by guillotine choke. Josh Parisian beats Alan Badat. TKO punches. That was a crazy fight. Thiago Moises beats Giragos. Umar Nurmagomedov beats Nate Manson. Manes. Chris Curtis beats Rodolfo Vieira. Carlos Umberg. That dude is the truth. That dude is the truth. Carlos Umberg. He's a training partner of Israel and Bulk. That guy's the truth. Okay, let's get into it. Look out for Carlos Carlos Umberg, I'm excited for that guy. Chris Curtis, beautiful body work. You see, if more guys invested into the body like Chris Curtis than the Diaz brothers do, I believe we would see a lot more technical finishes. Umar Nurmagomedov, I mean, like, was there left to say? That guy's the man. Like, where is he at in the rankings? If he's not ranked, fake. Let's see. 
Oh, this I always get confused. Lamar's number 15. He should be way higher. Sean O'Malley should be quaking in his boots. Jack Shore quaking in the Ricky Simone quaking in their boots. And it's not me being a fanboy of Umar, it's just the truth. Wasn't he supposed to fight Jack Shore? I wonder what happened there. Why is Corey Sanhagen fighting the number 10 guy? Is it because everybody else is busy? That's weird. Okay. But yeah, give anybody top 15 to... You should honestly give him somebody in the top... You should give him the winner of Marlon Vera and Dominic Cruz, in my opinion. That's how good Umar is. Umar should be champion. In my opinion. So let's keep going. Yago Moises. Keep an eye out for that guy. Shavkat Ragmata. That dude. I'm going to tell you something. In the very near future. We're going to see this guy fight Hamza Chimaya for the belt. That's how confident I am. This guy's number 10 already. Hamza's number 3. You know what would be a good fight. And people are going to get mad that I'm about to say. He should fight Sean Brady. Have catch it because I know um, Kevin wanted to fight him, but like, cause after that, if she, if Cat were to go, he fights Sean Brady. After that, it's Jorge, Stephen Thompson, or give him Vicente Luque, or even Bulamu. Huh? Like, I understand these guys aren't gonna want to fight him because he's so low, but I'm telling you, this guy's that good. He can probably beat Vicente Luque and Bula Muhammad and make it look easy. I'm telling you, and there's not no dig at them. I'm just saying, because this guy's the truth. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes Sean Brady or... Because I don't see them giving him Steven Thompson. I don't know, but that guy's the truth. Keep an eye out for Chef Cat Ragmarov. That guy is the truth. Main event time, Mayush Gamra versus Armin Sarukian. Okay, people are mad that... Gamera won, but I'm going to tell you something. I thought it was the right decision because he was the stronger fighter towards the end. And yes, even though Armin was landing clean hits on the feet, so was Gamera. He was doing the same. So where he separated himself was the groundwork because yes, Armin was doing very well to defend in the beginning. But as the fight went on, he... How can I put this? He separated himself because he was persistent about it. Is Armin in the top 15? Armin's number 11. Gamrot's number 8. E, Armin's above Connor. But you know what Armin should do? He should look at the main event following this pay-per-view event, which will be Rafael Fizzi versus Rafael Dos Anjos and fight the winner of that. And then what Gamrot should do is let me see where is he at he should honestly can i be honest with you try and fight benio dariush because after that it's chandler mahashev gaichi he said he wants to fight gaichi but i still think he's too low or i don't know gaichi might go for it and then there's dustin but dustin and Cameron are training partners so i know they won't fight but he wants to fight justin gaichi i just don't know if it'll happen you know I'd watch it. I mean, this guy could probably be champion. He's that good. And I know Gamrod has a fan in Khabib. And he told him him and Islam will fight one day. I know that much. But we shall see, man. Crazy. Lightweight's crazy. Lightweight and welterweight. Now, let's move on to the big fight this weekend. UFC 276 Israel Adesanya will take on Jared Cannonier. 
Alexander Volkanovsky will take on Max Holloway for the third time. Sean Strickland will take on Alex Pereira. Pedro Munoz will fight Sean O'Malley. Robbie Lawler will fight Brian Barberina. Ooh, that opener's good. Brad Rydell will fight Jalen Turner. Ian Gary will fight Gabriel Green. Jim Miller will fight Donald Cerrone. Uriah Hall will fight Andre Muniz. Jessica I will fight Macy Barber. Brad Tavares will fight Decrius Duplices. Jessica Rose Clark will fight Drugia Tolrenenko. I hope I said that right. I probably said it wrong. Guy that I know is going to listen to this. Don't give me shit. Just because I said that, he's going to he's gonna give me shit. No, it's going to be hilarious. Uh, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Let's see here. Bro, I want to see every fight. I want to see all these fights. I especially want to see Uriah Hall versus Andre Muniz. That's a good fight. Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberina. Crazy fight. Pedro Munoz versus Sean O'Malley. Crazy fight. Alex Pijeda versus Sean Strickland. Crazy fight. You know what's crazy? That Dana White has come out and said, if Alex Pijeda wins and Israel wins, he'll give Alex the next title shot. That's nuts. Okay? Because... Where's Sean Strickland at in the rankings? I mean, I get it, right? Because of his history his history with Israel, and Sean is number four. If Alex goes in there and blitzes Sean and like makes it look easy, how can you deny him? But I will say this. Alex is not superhuman because in his last fight, he got rocked a couple times. And I wonder if Sean will use his wrestling. Of course, Alex has Glover Teixeira, who he trains with all the time. And we've seen what Glover has been able to do in recent memory. So we shall see, bro. We shall see. It's a crazy fight. I believe that fight's getting lost in the shuffle because of the two title fights, you know. But if he takes out one of the number four guys, how can you deny him? And let's look at it. Let's look at it. Israel's fighting Jared. Robert's going to fight Marvin. Paulo's fighting Luke. I mean, yeah, like, because they're not fighting until September. And let's say both these guys. Let's say Jared and Strickland get demolished. These two guys could probably fight by December. That's if, right? That's a very big if. So we shall see, man. I'm excited. I am next level excited. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Anyway, let's keep going. So Alex Pereira versus Sean Strickland is a good fight. I believe Sean's going to have to use his wrestling. Don't stand with Alex. Alex will beat him in the stand-up, but Sean will have to use his wrestling. And hope for the best. I'm not saying lay and pray on him, but just make Alex work, make him tired, you know. So we shall see what happens. Robbie Lawler, I mean, sorry. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. This is it for Max. He's got to do something. And it's not like Max can't hurt him. But one thing I did realize when I saw his last fight with Yair Rodriguez. If Max threatens with the wrestling, like, he doesn't even need to be successful with it or nothing, but just keeps threatening Volk with that, that's a new wrinkle to his game, you know? Like, if he threatens the takedown, Volk can't, like, just be worried, like, oh, all he's going to do is hit me so I can go crazy. If he threatens the takedown, he's going to be like, fuck, man. If I do this, he's going to, you know, probably shoot him for a takedown and get on top of me. Now, where it becomes tricky is, like, let's say he does get the takedown. Volk is probably stronger than him. Can Max stay on top of him to get some damage? I'm not telling you he's going to jujitsu his way to a victory. He's not. But can he stay on top of him, get some damage, and then eventually 
Volkanovski gets up, maybe. Because the to me, there's no way that Max will keep doing takedowns just for Volk to keep getting up. Because then Max will get discouraged, you know? So for me, is can Max hold him down? Not only get the takedown, but can Max hold him down? Because in my mind right now, Alex Volkanovski is like 10 times stronger than Max Holloway. I'm not telling you Max isn't strong, but I'm just saying Volk used to weigh 200 pounds, bro. Like, come on. He used to play rugby. That's all I'm saying here. But I would want to see if Max's wrestling plays a factor in any of this. It's gonna, it's, it's a good fight. And then for Volk, is keep using the leg kicks. He should bring that back. Bring back the leg kicks, please. And then if Max wins, you give Volk the rematch. And if Max wins after that again, you make Volk fight a couple times like you did with Max. This is a crazy fight. The fact that they're doing a third time after Volk won twice is crazy. That's how good Max is. And a lot of people thought Max won the second fight. I have to go back and watch it again. I plan to do that. But we shall see, man. Main event time. Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. You know how I said Israel is the best defensive middleweight? I really meant that. I believe that's Israel's number one weapon of his whole game is his defense. He does not get hit. Out of his whole MMA career, there's only two fights I can tell you where Israel got hit pretty good. Maybe three. Where he got hit clean was, was that war with Calvin Cater. I mean, not Calvin Cater. Calvin Gastelum. And then the fight with Yoel Romero where Yoel kind of sort of dropped him. And then maybe the second fight with Robert Whitaker where Robert landed that big shot on him. And like Israel acknowledged it and said, yeah, you got me pretty good, you know. But other than that, Israel's defense is absolutely perfect. He's like Gara, bro, with the stand. So for me, what Israel needs to do is be the defensive fighter, but be offensive. Like, don't get hit because Jared is absolutely capable of knocking him out. But at the same time, be offensive enough that you're winning rounds. Like, even if it looks boring, even if it's your Romero part two, do what you got to do to win. For Jared, what he needs to do is use the leg kick he did against Anderson Silva. He keeps using that leg kick, slow Israel's movement down, and he'll win this fight. It's going to be a close fight. I believe it'll be a split decision. I don't know who's going to win. I lean more towards Israel, but it's a, a pretty even fight, especially if Jared Cannonier starts using grappling because we have seen Israel struggle with the takedown. He doesn't struggle to get up, but he struggles to get, once he gets taken down and a heavier person takes him down. Look at what Jan Brakovic did. And... Jared Cannonier used to fight at heavyweight. So there's a wrinkle to that. Okay. So this is a crazy fight. This is a crazy fight card. There's a lot of what ifs in this fight card. I can't wait. I'm not doing picks anymore. I said that. But I wish I was for this card. But I'm not. So there's UFC 276. For the, I said it was going to be short because I'm so excited for this fight card. And I got a bunch of other stuff to do. What we're gonna do now is look at the now the class of twenty two twenty, the class of the Hall, UFC Hall of Fame twenty twenty two. So let's go. Okay. So the first inductee that they announced was Khabib back in March, and then the second inductee they announced it in April, which was Daniel Cormier, and then the fight wing one was Duho Choi versus Cub Swanson. For their fight on December 10th, 2016. And then Giga Chikadze. Ooh, what's up, dog? Giga Chikadze, you hear that? He's getting the 2022 Forrest Griffin Community Award recipient. And then 
They're also gonna honor Max because Max was the year prior, and I guess that he didn't get honored, so they're gonna honor him on this. So congratulations to all the fighters, Khabib and Daniel, both from AKA, one undefeated, undisputed USC lightweight champion, the other double champ champ status DC commentator. And even in his bio, they put one of UFC's only two division champions, Daniel Cormier, will be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame modern wing alongside teammate Mago Madoff. Cormier earned two titles in light heavyweight and the heavyweight division using his elite Olympic level wrestling to dedicate his fights, to dictate his fights and overwhelm his opponents. During his 11-year run, Cormier amassed a 23-3 and one no contest record, clearing defeats over former Heavyweight champion Stipe Miocic and Frank Mir, former middleweight champion Anderson Silva. Despite retiring from competition, Cormier can be heard alongside John Anik, Joe Rogan, and other UFC commentators at the UFC broadcast booth during live events. And then for Khabib, it says Khabib Nurmagomedov retired from mixed martial arts in October 2020 after defeating Justin Gaethje at UFC 254. With the loss of Father Nurmagomedov stepped away. With the loss of his father, Nurmagomedov stepped away from the octagon, becoming one of the head coaches at AKA. During his time in the UFC, Nurmagomedov was one of the most dominant champions to ever live, losing only two rounds on judges' scorecards in his 13-fight undefeated UFC career. The Eagle retired the undefeated, undisputed champion, I told you, defeating the likes of Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, and Justin Gaethje. Nurmagomedov successfully took over the lightweight division as one of the most feared wrestlers on the planet. Undefeated, undisputed, number one pound-for-pound pound UFC lightweight champion. Habib, the Eagle, Nurmagomedov. With that said, I will let you guys out of here. Enjoy the fight. Follow me, Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram. Official underscore PITM on Twitter. Later, guys. Deuces.